listen, <laughs> listen, okay? <laughs> Don't even get me started. Okay, says says you. Don't even. Says you. I don't even. <laughs> you are not guilt free here, ma'am. That does not. <laughs> that has nothing to do with it. Oh, uh huh. Oh, okay. Hey, everybody! Welcome to Behind the Books, a podcast for writers by writers. I'm Larissa, and I'm LJ. This week, we are talking about vibe scenes. It's a term I came up with to talk about some random scenes that don't necessarily fit into canon material, and I just wanted to have fun with. Vibe scenes are amazing because I can write a gazillion AUs and extra bits that no longer exist in the timeline of my books, and I can be as angsty as I want to, and nobody can stop. Woo-woo. You can follow us on Instagram at larissagult.author and at lj underscore writes with two S's. Episodes may contain mentions of death and spoilers for breaking free. All right. Ha. So, vibe scenes. Vibe scenes. Good God. I can't remember. I'm so excited for this one. (sighs) Me too. Me too. uh, Yeah. Um, uh, I'll I'll admit to my faults. I'll admit to my faults. Larissa mentioned it on the story today. I did actually delete this episode when we, uh, or my audio when we initially recorded it. So this is take two. But this is the better take anyway. Because... We're iconic. I still have my recording yeah. because I uploaded it to Google Drive. Yeah, but it's okay. Things happen, <laughs> and even though we quote unquote know what we're doing, we don't know what we're, or we're doing. learning. Even we make mistakes. Yeah. I know, but hard to admit, but it happens. I mean, you guys are still gonna get an episode at the end of the day, so it really doesn't matter. But uh, yes, but vibe scenes. Vibe anyway, scenes. I don't know when I actually. A, I can't remember when I created them i've been using the idea longer than i've given them the name vibe scenes for sure i know i was kind of solidified in the name because there was this um i stole it from one of my favorite songs uh ever which is called sex drugs etc by the beat or by beach weather not the beach weather beach weather fantastic song but the only reason i found the song is that because i found it in an edit of steve harrington on tiktok um and it's the it's the dumbest thing in existence but you know it it gave me or i pretend that it gave me the idea for vibe scenes um or at least it gives me like a fun name to use them for so um it's i had to go back and look at uh my instagram post on these which there is an instagram post on these somewhere in my account basically describing like what it is and like what my typed up quote-unquote definition for it was but it's they're basically just short little scenes that aren't necessarily canon material that um i have of my whips of my characters for my whips so that i could like get a sense on how they would react or act or do whatever or speak in specific scenarios so I can get a better feel for my characters overall because you know like if you're starting a new whip and you just go you just go into it head first like that's not a bad idea like that's and it works for some people but that means you're not only you know working on a plot or just going into this new world head first you're also dealing with your characters brand new like you have no experience with them and I started doing vibe scenes so that while I was still in the quote-unquote world building process of my whips I could have a basis on what my characters already you know acted like sounded like 
do whatever so I can bring that into uh, my actual wit while just letting them go off stupid little like Pinterest memes and songs and edits and whatever ever dumb ideas I get from them but you know it had good intentions in the beginning now it's just used for angst mostly you know so yeah I was gonna say most of the vibe scenes that I've received from you are angst um except the one that you sent me like two days ago that I need to read like yes um (laughs) when we're done here anyway guys um I want to say that neither of us have ever seen Stranger Things nope haven't (laughs) like Ever. But we both really, really love Steve Harrington. The man is he's <laughs> And Eddie too. Like yes. like I love Eddie a lot, um, probably more than Steve. But I just want just with the disclaimer, like we have never seen the show. <laughs> tell me tell me why half <laughs> so. of my TikTok is edits of Stranger Things though. That's the I mean they're interesting. Like they're literally, so fun. literally I need to watch it at some point, but uh one of these days. Yeah, there's what, like four seasons now? Five? four i have no idea i think four. four yeah i'm pretty sure there's four because well both of us know like major spoilers oh, yeah. for oh, yeah. it. like we know who dies know we know who plot, dies at the end of but... season four mm-hmm. i don't know the plot besides like a few things but like i remember back in high school i think i was like a sophomore or a junior my friends loved oh yeah and this was like when it was just starting and so it's weird now that I'm graduating college and I still haven't seen it. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> like I'd say catch up, but I'm right there too. As soon as it falls from popularity, I will probably watch it. And also when I'm when I have the guts to withstand the horror in it, mm. like the gore, I don't mind, but like the scary stuff, I'm like, eh, I don't know. That's anyway, a good point. that's completely off topic. Um, I think that's why I haven't watched it either too. But yeah, we'll get there at some point. Yeah, and I've read quite a few. Um, fan fictions of Stranger Things too, so I feel like I've kind of cheated a little bit in that way. Yes! Oh, they're so good. They're so good. They are! I found some really good ones. For like three months, I read nothing on AO3, but but Stranger Things fan fiction. It was so bad. It I was love that so for you. bad. I could not stop. It was an issue. But you found some good ones. I did. They were fantastic. So, I loved them. Yeah, especially especially the the ship ones there's so many good ships in stranger things mm-hmm. and there's so many good fan fiction oh, ships. Yes. anyway moving on moving on <laughs> i just yeah i love the characters oh, yeah. um yeah so vibe scenes you said that they could be based off anything like something that you saw on pinterest yeah. or a random trope or you know whatever and that's usually how i come up with mine too a lot of times it's from pinterest either dialogue pieces or some like trope list or some scene idea list yeah. and i see it and I'm listening to a certain song, and it's just, like, the perfect blend of material, and my mm. brain just spits out the recipe or something. <laughs> oh, my God, I love um, that. And it's either really, really sad or really, really fluffy. So oh, oh. I very, really right hurt and comfort. It's usually one end or the other, and it's not both. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of sad... Uh, when we when we last recorded this, Larissa had been talking about a um a, a book was it like a book two death that didn't happen that she turned into essentially a vibe scene. I'll tell you guys about it later and when we get to I it. I read it this afternoon, and good God, it is sad. It's just a little bit. Can you no, comments right I was now. I was reading it during lunch, and I was just like hand over mouth. It was it was ridiculous. It was so good though. So yeah, so sad. that's a sad one. Um. Sorry, that was also off topic, but I remembered that, and I was like, I didn't tell Larissa that I read those yet. 
Yeah, I very rarely do like love and angst in the same chapter. Rather, angst mm. than love, heart and comfort. Yeah, I very rarely do that. It's usually like one or the other the whole way. Yeah. Um, but we'll talk about specific ones later because we'll go on and on about our favorites. Oh, yes. And rage whips and stuff like that. But, um, I had, <laughs> I had an idea, like, months ago. I don't know how long this was, but it was a while ago. Um, for a quote-unquote vibe scene, like, in the Untouchable trilogy by MC Pending, and it was when it, I was reading Untamable for, I think, like, the second or third time. Mm-hmm. Probably the third and then it occurred to me that it was just fan fiction, like, <laughs> technically speaking. But I just was, like, so immersed in it that I was so ready to call it a vibe scene. Um, I wrote it anyway. As you should. Obviously. Um, obviously. Some of you guys might have read it because I posted it at some point. But it was so funny that my first thought was vibe scene when I was wanting to give um, Beck and Eris actually more page time because MC is cruel and doesn't let my parents have anything Ugh. they want. So cruel. So I gave them a good moment. It's set during Untamable. Um, it won't be spoilers or anything for that book if you haven't read it, but um, I think I actually posted it before Untamable was out. Oh, that's fun. Which is kind of funny. I love that. Anyway, <laughs> um, they were arguing over snacks, and yeah. As, as they should, as They're all cute. good couples should. They're way too but. cute. Yeah, the line between vibe scenes and fan fiction is very, very thin because a lot of like a lot of my vibe scenes, like the inspiration behind them, come from other forms of media. Like I'll see a, a TV scene or a, a scene from a movie or something, and I'll be like, "Oh, that was fun. That was interesting." Most of the time, it is angst. Yeah. Um, but uh, I was like, "That's fun. I want to see how my characters would do that." Or same thing. Music is the backbone to all of my vibe scenes. There is at least one oh, yeah. song that goes with every single vibe scene but that's like that's just my writing in general I can't write without having music so it's all very like thematic when it comes to music but I mean it basically is fan fiction just for your own characters because it's not canon and or it doesn't have to be canon sometimes it can be canon like um it's it's vibe scenes are whatever you want to write like it's that's I it's not a great way to explain them, considering it's a made-up term that I came up with God knows how long ago, and that's <laughs> not official in any capacity. But, like, a vibe scene can be whatever you want of it. I like to use um, scenes that I don't think are necessarily canon. Um, though, recently, I have been writing more canon-adjacent scenes, which has been nice, but that's only because I actually have an idea for a plot. Shocker. Um, I know, right? But um, a lot of times it's just a place for me to go wild with non-canon ideas that's never going to see the light of day, or theoretically never going to see the light of day. Um, and so it's it's basically for me and me alone. It's a one-person fanfic, and um, with the characters, it, my characters. Dude. So it's not that bad, but it's a very thin line. So it's kind of Belt. whatever you want to put in it, I guess. Yeah, which is what I love about it. Like, so, Well, this is actually highly related i was about to say somewhat related but that doesn't make any sense i could see you in your beginning fan fiction journeys when you were 12 or 13 however old you were when you first started <laughs> writing exclusively song fix you know the ones i know you did that based on your face right now you guys can't see this oh but the way that she's looking at me <laughs> i'm like i'm i'm 99.99 percent confident that you might have done at least one oh and by at least one i mean like 20 mm -hmm. yeah not only did all of my fan (laughs) fictions have 
a, essentially a music playlist that would go with them. I would create a playlist, listen to it while yeah. I do it, and sometimes I would reference it in the fan fiction. I would take entire albums that I enjoyed and would write a fan fiction yes. scene, a fan fiction scene for I each adore song. That. Um, I adore that. Only that is so fun. Only did it to completion <laughs> once, and then I worked halfway through a second album. I think. Um, I want to know what album it was now. Oh uh, God, um, that's a great question. One of them was, and a, then I could probably guess what fanfic it was. Actually, <laughs> to be no, both of them were. <laughs> do you know Skillet? Yeah, yeah. Like I think both of them were a, were an older Skillet album. I don't listen to them anymore. Oh, I I loved Skillet. I listened to them all the time. I don't listen to them much anymore, just because I've been like branching out to a lot. But their old stuff. It's top notch. Their new stuff's eh. Um, it's good, not bad, but their old stuff is. Their drummer has some really good songs on her own. Jen Ledger is awesome. But uh, yeah, I think they were both yeah. Skillet albums. I love her hair. Also. <laughs> yes. Yes. So. Um, her hair is really. Yeah. Funny. No. Last I checked, it was purple. Oh, uh, ooh, that's a good point. I don't know. I yeah, I think so too. But. But that was like three years ago, also. So don't take my word for it. Yeah, it's it's either now <laughs> still purple or it's like blonde or something. I don't know. But uh, but yes, music is uh, music has been very important constantly. So uh, there there's always a lot of yep. them are yep. yeah no that's that's it. It's just there's all music based. <laughs> They're important. I mood. I cannot tell you how many times, like when Lonnie has sent me vibe scenes, guys. <laughs> how many times there has been literal song titles as the name of it, mm-hmm. or right underneath it, or she'll tell me what song it was, and I'll. I'll rush over to my headphones and <laughs> sit my booty back down and put them in and listen to the song while I read because it's like they go hand in hand. You have to you have to have It's both. critical. You know? It's critical. It's critical. You got to do what you got to yeah. do. There are a few songs that I really really like and like I'll do some fanfic stuff, quote unquote fanfic, five scenes, whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it. Um to them, but I don't even remember what they are. Or, you know, most of my inspiration, if it does come from a song, it's not, like, overt. It's more of, like, the vibes of the song. Gotcha. That's just what I do. Yeah. But, um, but yeah. Yeah. Music is... I love music. We're, we will do an episode on music eventually. Oh, yes. You guys. Um, yes. We also now have the capability to record episodes over the summer. Yeah. So I bought a mic. most likely be doing steady stuff. Ooh. Um... Throughout the summer, which is amazing. Yes, yes. Um, because before we were going to um rush all of these <laughs> work, like really, yeah, we were, yeah, it was gonna be a lot. So now we could be lazy again because we don't have to rush. Ooh, lazy. <laughs> <laughs> but we can go the month of finals without recording anything and not panic because then she's gonna go back home and mm. I'm gonna get a summer job, things like that. Yep. So. It'll be good. Um, It'll be out. And you guys will get you know, consistent content or most, at least mostly consistent content, barring anything that comes up and yada, yada, yeah. yada. But um, yeah, so you're not getting rid of us yet. So sucks to suck. Nope. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, this is our eighth episode. Yes. Um, Which is so cool. It is very I cool. love that. Anyway, where is this? Oh, that's where we want to go. Right here. This part. Oh, yeah. That was, that was my thinking. Hey, look at that. Uh-huh. Same brave wave. Bra- what? What? Brain wave. Okay. 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 I cannot. I cannot stop thinking about this. I'm laughing because I knew. 
<laughs> just now you want to say the same thing. Okay, this is completely off topic, <laughs> but I cannot stop thinking about it. The Barbie trailer dropped, and in my head constantly, it's just, we're girlfriend-boyfriend. We're girlfriend-boyfriend. I cannot. I cannot get it out of my head. It doesn't leave. I, I... I don't know what to do. I haven't watched the Barbie trailer yet, so, so I wouldn't know what so that funny. is. It's so funny. It's so funny. Please, please watch it after this. <laughs> I've seen all the memes, though. I just, like, haven't... I... Um, I haven't actually watched I it. I promised my sister that I would go take her to see it when it comes out this summer, and I was kind of like, you know, eh, because I don't like Barbie. Like, I don't care. I'm actually a little excited Does for she this. grow up on Barbie movies? Oh, yeah, yeah. So I've seen all of them. Yeah. But this, yeah, this one looks... If, if mildly interested and it's just it's I can't get it out of my head it's like we're girlfriend boyfriend and it's like oh my god that's so funny anyway okay that was definitely that's off topic I'm hilarious. sorry but yeah you do need to go see the trailer after this it's 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 hilarious <laughs> it's so funny I am I'm here for it girlfriend boyfriend I was never a huge Barbie movie person but I mean, there was a few that I liked. Yeah, there, there, there are a few good after ones. After the 12 Dancing Princesses one, I, like, boycotted Barbie movies because I couldn't do it. Oh, uh, yeah, that's... There are, there, are a few, there are a few ones that I'll stoop low enough to say that they're good. So the 12 Dancing... The 12... Yes, that one is good enough. <laughs> is what it is. Okay. No more Barbie. Five <laughs> scenes only. Bye-bye, Barbie. Um, uh, so, like... Creating vibe scenes has become a, a part of my writing process right now. Um, and it's like when I create a new whip, when I create new whatever, I'll create each vibe scene for, my, for me has its own document. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, no, guys. <laughs> it's Sorry. good. I'm, I'm laughing at Marissa. Um, I keep making funny noises and funny faces, and I'm not doing it on purpose, but then we'll make eye contact through the phone. And um, and then she starts talking. Yeah, because you guys, you guys aren't gonna hear this later because I'm gonna be cutting it all out because it's I'm cutting it out of Larissa. So it's literally just gonna be laughing over my words or Larissa laughing over her words while the other person makes does dumb things. So you guys are gonna be so confused. (laughs) But anyway, besides the point. (laughs) Besides the point. Vibe scenes. No. Um, <laughs> each 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 whip has its own document. Yada yada yada. Um, and I so each each um, all of the vibe scenes for one's particular whip are just all in that one document. And when I'm telling you, I have a little bit of a problem. I got a little bit of a problem. Um, How many pages? So my crossfire document is my biggest one, and that's at 111 mm-hmm. pages right now. Um, mm-hmm. Nuclear is pushing 90 um, pages, not words. <laughs> uh, word-wise, I think crossfire is at about uh, 50. You have enough for a novel. I do. I have 57,000 words, and it's all vibe scenes. <laughs> Literally. Nuclear is close. I think that's the second one with 48,000. I did the I did the total for all of my whips across the board, all of the vibe scenes, which I just looked up this number right now because I wanted to make sure I got it right. It's at about 161,000 words, which is oh my God. a little bit too much. So I have a little bit of an that's so many. issue, but it's fine. It's fine. Nothing's wrong. But no, I mean, it's just, it's just become integral to my 
like my part of my writing right now because like most of the time nothing nothing have to do with the plot i just get to know my characters and i get to have fun with my characters and i get to be mean to my characters which is also very exciting um (laughs) and i get to do meaner things that i would do in canon sometimes sometimes like like i'll kill a lot of characters in vibe scenes and i'll kill characters multiple times in five scenes and i even i'll like go kill a character that will never 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 die in canon i have sworn off larissa knows this there's one whip that i've promised i will never kill the characters for because i love them too much but you don't know how many times i've killed them in vibe scenes because it's just too good to pass oh up oh my gosh it's ridiculous it's too good to pass up i can't tell you guys but it's ridiculous it is it's 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 a lot it's, a, it's an issue it's it's a little bit of an issue it's it's a lot <laughs> And there's this one vibe scene that I'm thinking of that probably has stuck with me, like, the most. In an attempt to explain it in a non, in a spoiler-free way, um, yeah, it was, it was a particular character during Christmas time, and, uh, it was, it was a, it was a Christmas vibe scene, yeah, that I wrote, and the gist of it is that they believe that um it's a ptsd flashback it is thing. it's it's a sen- it's 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 one giant ptsd flashback and it's just a lot of emotion for this particular character and then having to come with terms that they are having a flashback and having to essentially relive the trauma in real time um you think they're fine <laughs> and then it 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 <laughs> Uh, and then they're not, and it's really sad. And when I tell you that one broke me, like, into a million pieces, <laughs> it is so bad. It's Now I want to go reread it. Just Yeah. Uh, I'm going to have to go back and reread some vibe scenes after this episode. The pure agony. I, I, I love rereading my vibe scenes. Like, they're... Like that's that that's maybe a little self centered, but I'll go write my own five seeds and I'll go reopen no, them and like read them fifteen thousand times. The one that I just sent you, um, I've done the that. really fluffy one for Buddy Cop that I just sent you, I've reread like three times now. I love it so much. I actually adore it. And that one is canon adjacent, so you'll <laughs> see that one in canon. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. And it's fluffy. Good. good. I, they need some happiness. They do. I had made a I had made a note when we originally were recording this episode that for my current whip that. I'm working on buddy cop my all of my vibe scenes were angst i did not have a singular like somewhat happy vibe scene but now i have one i have one happy actually it is it is it's mostly happy it gives a little need to increase the happy i know i know they just they just deserve so much angst you know you know (laughs) listen listen okay (laughs) don't even get me started Okay, says says you. Don't even. Says you. I don't even. <laughs> you are not guilt-free here, ma'am. That does not. <laughs> that has nothing to do with it. Oh, uh, uh-huh. Oh, okay. So it's, it's just a blame Lottie day. I no, see how it is. It. I see how it is. <laughs> I promise. Um, It's totally not a conflict of interest or anything because I want all your characters to be alive. But yeah, I, uh... Listen. Listening. Most of my characters, okay, most of them, <laughs> most of them are fine. Oh. They will live. Most. 
they will get a lot of trauma along the way, but they will live. Good. And that's the most important thing that everyone needs to keep reminding themselves when you think that I am really terrible. (laughs) I'll keep that in mind. Uh, Anyway, my point is, I I do a lot of angsty things in my vibe scenes because I can do it without consequence. Mm -hmm. That's one of my favorite things because I struggle with, like, just as a writer... You gotta know your own weaknesses, and mine, I know for a fact, is um, is balancing the angst and keeping everybody happy. Ooh, good point. Good point. Including your readers, and like that's, and I don't mean that. I don't mean that it's like I publish books that struggle with that. Mm-hmm. I just mean me as a writer when I'm thinking of scenes, when I'm thinking, outlining things. I want to give everybody all the angst and everything. I just want to, nah, <laughs> you just want to do it all. And I have to remind myself to pull back and to not do that because then the readers aren't going to have any hope and then things aren't going to end out well, yada, yada, yada. Everybody knows this. Yeah. Um, but in vibe scenes, I don't have to have that limit nope. on my head. I can just do what I want. No. That you can just slam and it on top and top and top and top and top and hit them with all <laughs> that trauma. <laughs> exactly. Hence why um, I have a lot of vibe scenes where people die, but they don't actually in canon. Mm-hmm. Or I just switch the deaths. Mm. Oh. Mm. I see. <laughs> Um, yeah, there is a... Do a little switchy-switchy of the pronouns, and then it's a whole new thing. (laughs) Yes. Um, no, but a... This is major spoilers for Breaking Free, so skip ahead. You have been warned. Um, I'm gonna launch right into it, so skip while you still can. (laughs) Reach for the phone. Come on. (laughs) I believe in you. Push the button. Skip. Okay. I hope you're gone now. (laughs) Um, chapter 50... Right, mm-hmm. Jesse dies, and <gasps> I wrote a vibe scene. <laughs> I wrote an alternate universe slash vibe scene, whatever, right, where Persephone dies instead of Jesse, mm. and it's been a few months, and Parker and Lavinia are going over to Jesse's house um, to Christmas decorate and things like that, and whatever, right? Yeah. Parker just grieves slowly. Like, it doesn't quite hit him for a little while. And Lavinia just feels... Lavinia gets depressed way easier than he does anyway. Yeah. So she's, like, high-key struggling, but she thinks Parker is fine. Obviously, he's not, but, you know, she thinks he is. and It's just a really angsty one because you know that had Jesse survived, like, this is what would have happened, but somebody had to die. Mm-hmm. So, like, what if it was her? Ooh. You know? Ooh. Just saying. Good point. And the one that you mentioned earlier, there is uh, a death in book two that it's it's an alternate universe. It, it's not actually going to happen in book two. Good. Um, but I really liked writing that one because it, it was nice. <sighs> it was nice to be like, so what would happen if... I would cry. That's now, what would happen. I would cry. <laughs> I Yeah. But here's the thing, guys. No main characters die in book two. Good. 
Like any pay any on page deaths are of bad guys, and I'm like dead serious yeah. right now. Like <laughs> dead serious. And quote unquote bad guys are just people that I'm cover fighting. Objectively, they probably have great morals, <laughs> but that's not the point. The point is they're bad guys in the narrative. Yes. Okay. So boo hoo for them for being upstanding. <laughs> but anyway. Yes. Um, I promise I'm a good person. Well, we're both we're both good people. We swear. We swear. We're fine. We're not mean. Only to our characters, of course. We're not mean in real life. Just to fictional people. Yes. You may exactly. you meet any fan fiction matters, writer right? ever. They're mean to characters. There's no different for us with our own They're characters. So you know, it is what it is. But that's Yeah, exactly. Like we've said like four times now. That's exactly. the beauty of it. it. There's there is no consequences to your actions here when it's vibe scenes because it's for nobody but you. <laughs> I mean, if you choose to share them, that's I mean, that's another thing. That's not like I God, I the last time I counted, I can't remember how many things, but I send Larissa so many vibe scenes. It's it's an issue. I'm I'm thinking there's like yep. one, one, like I don't there's even know. A there's a lot. It's it's a it's it's over fifty. It is, it is. It's something like that. I've got I've got a whole separate uh I've got a whole separate uh file in my Google Drive and it's just full of the I've got like a template made out in anything. <laughs> so when it's like one in the morning and I finish up a thing because guys, these vibe scenes are not good writing by any means. Like this is I'm writing this at like midnight, at one in the morning, at three in the morning, sometimes or later or like earlier than that. So it's I've literally gotten a phone notification that <laughs> LJ Elizabeth has added you to a document and has invited you to edit a document at like three o'clock in the morning <laughs> i and that's in her time zone yeah i um i i'm two hours earlier <laughs> it's it's lou so i get the notification at five at at, at five a.m mm-hmm. yep it's uh-huh. it's 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 not an issue no i don't i don't pull too many all-nighters you do it rarely, though. I do it, I do it rarely. With, like, really, really late ones. Yeah. A lot of times, I cap out at 1 a.m. Because that's that's when I, like, you know, got to go to bed if I want some stuff. So the, uh, I think, and actually in the morning sometime, too, the plant one that I just sent you, the buddy cop one, uh, I wrote the, ooh, Monday morning? No, not last Monday. Friday morning? I don't remember. One of the mornings. Um, but they're, like, not good writing. But that's, it's kind of the advice, you know, where it's, like, what's it? It's, like, don't edit and write at the same time like i'm i'm not i'm not these are not perfect writing like they're scenes i'm creating but they are full of grammar mistakes they're full of probably spelling mistakes too whatever autocorrect can't catch um and by no means are they like top tier writing because this is not something that i'm like this is not my whip this is something that i just needed to purely get an idea out for so i'm not worried about you know how this thing is i don't even know how many typos are in all of all of my things like and at this point i just don't i don't look at them because a it's either when i am when i'm writing them and i don't want to check for typos at when i am because who does and at the same time who who cares like it's it's just a it's just a fun right. little thing that's not, not that it's not worth anything, but it's not worth anything. Like, you know, there's, there's no, there's no real point besides my own enjoyment out of it or my own practice. So there's no need for it so to, it be need to be perfect. Yes. Look at that. No time. So same, same <laughs> wave, 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 wave. Um, and uh, boyfriend, girlfriend. Uh, anyway. <laughs> um, so yeah, I I I love them, and I need to like I said, I've started writing a few more canon adjacent ones, but uh, I need to do that a little bit more because it's very nice and it's very fun, and I can put them into. I canon. highly encourage that. Yes, 
Yes. Yes, you can. Um, it's not fair for you to say that they're bad writing because they're done at 1 a.m., <laughs> ma'am. I cannot tell you how many, like, banger lines you've got in those oh, thank you. midnight writing pieces. Thank you. Like, it's... <laughs> that's, 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 that's midnight brain me. You can't take her seriously. <laughs> you can't take her seriously when she says anything. <laughs> because, like, sure, there might be typos and there might be grammar mistakes and things like that. But, like, everybody does that. But, um, but yeah, there are some really, really good lines. Thank you. Especially in this one Crossfire one that you sent me recently. Um, I want to say it was... Was it the one where they were um, holding hands? But, it, but yeah, it's a hand-holding one. That one was... And that one is just so... I was squealing, kicking my feet. I was just ecstatic. <laughs> And she's like, oh, whatever. It's not like, it's just a little something. And then I open it and I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> this is so good. Yeah, that one that one was a lot of fun. But also, context, she's, she has deprived me of so much romance because, <laughs> because she's like the queen of slow burn. Especially in Crossfire. Especially, especially in Crossfire. Every single Crossfire vibe scene is like death. Angst, torture. <laughs> Batman. Um, Dart is getting beat up again. Um, uh, Crossfire is getting beat yeah, up yeah, again. They, they get beat up unequal. Daddy issues galore. Oh, don't tell me about Dilfs. There are Dilfs. so many things. We love Alan. We can't forget about Alan. Daddy issues. That's what we're calling them. <laughs> and they are just so sad all the time. And then, no, no wonder that I freak out when I finally get sent like <laughs> rom- crumbs, not even like romance, just crumbs. Like they're just holding hands. Like this is like sixth grade material <laughs> in terms of romance level. But like it was just incredibly sweet and romantic, and I literally was screaming to myself, <sighs> giggling, giggling, and just kicking my feet. And it was yeah. In hindsight, like <laughs> it shouldn't have been that exciting for me. <laughs> No, but was it at the time? Or would it be if I reread it right now? Probably. Yes. Yeah, I actually do really love that one. I that one. I have that one listed later. It's called Constant. It's it's just um, so romantic. I love it so much. It is. It is. Odd. I. She is right. I do <laughs> not write too many romance. Uh, I'll I'll chalk it up to. See, I'll say because Except I for Levi and Zaya. I'll say I write a lot of slow burn because I don't know how to write romance, but I can't make that excuse because somehow <laughs> Levi and Saya got pulled out of the woodworks and have one of the best written romances or romance material oh, that I that I've ever written duh. myself. So I can't say that I You can do romance. Yeah, you can do because it. Because that would, I know. that would be a lie. So I'm just reluctant with got the it in you. crossfire and dart, so uh, we'll, 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 we'll see yeah. how that also, goes. Yeah, also, they need a slow burn. They do. They need they a do. slow burn. They do. Um, we'll, some uh, people just, some characters just need a slow burn. Uh, when we get to that next Ritergram politics one where Larissa pops off on uh, enemies to lovers, we'll talk about <laughs> how Crossfire and Dart was originally <laughs> marketed as en- enemies to lovers and is now just slightly less as rivals to lovers. So we'll uh, yeah. see how you feel about that They're now. They're more like huh? begrudging. No, <laughs> Begrudging, like we have to work together yeah. to make things work. And anyway, yeah. speaking of which, yes. guys, <clears throat> the closest enemies to lovers my writing will ever get 
is well actually i take that back i didn't say it yet but i take back okay um but i can't tell you guys okay there's two instances but one of them i can't tell you okay um and Nani probably knows what the first one is (laughs) anyway second one is (laughs) project prohibition is what i'm calling it and it's a 1920s obsessed um whip it's set in chicago we know this we love it but I don't talk about it a lot because I've only ever, like, really been into it, like, two or three times since I created it um, ages ago. So, but I do have a highlight on it. There's not a whole lot in the highlight, but I do have a Pinterest board. So, you can find my Pinterest link somewhere on the internet and um, and find me there. But the premise of it is basically these two rivaling families, gang families in Chicago, right? And... It's not so much now because Chicago's a lot bigger, but in the 1920s, it was mostly um, divided, quote-unquote, by the river, which goes roughly southwest, kind of, sort of. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so it divides two sides of the cities. Each family has one side. They coexist as long as nobody goes onto the other one's territory. Obviously. And as soon as you do, you get... (laughs) Um, So there's that, but... Small details, right? Yes. Um, and one, there's two main characters. I don't know who the point of view will be from primarily. I have no idea. Lately, I've been really, really into, like, for all my life, I have loved doing, like, the point of views from my female protagonists. Mm-hmm. But lately, everything that I've written, I'm, like, the complete opposite. Ooh. It was a struggle editing book two in the last, like, rounds because I was like, I want this to be in somebody else's <laughs> point of view. I'm tired of Lavinia. <laughs> and not because I don't like Lavinia, but the fanfiction that I'm working on, all the stuff that I've done so far, is third person limited? Yes, but it is in a male protagonist's perspective. And so is the short story version that I did of the whip that I'm about to tell you about. Things like that. So lately, I've just been in love with it. Um... Anyway, so his name is Albert. Mm, <laughs> love him. Um, I, yes. He's the second youngest son of his family, but he's the oldest boy. So he gets to wear the pants for now if his parents aren't mm-hmm. doing the things in charge. Him and his dad do not have a great relationship. So he kind of resents the family business a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yelling at so me for daddy issues. Him. Gosh. Okay, listen. <laughs> This, most of my characters in Ivankov don't even have dads, so I can't, I, 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 daddy I can't, issues. like, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do Give with that? Give them like, fathers. Come on. They do in book two. Yes, yes, and yes. Later, I love them. And actually, they are never without a father figure Good. now that I've given them one, Good. so just be quiet. Okay. okay? Yes, ma'am. Shush. Um, Albert. Albert. Okay? Daddy issues. And... The other character, the female protagonist, on the other side of the river, other side of the story, literally, um, her name is Florence, Amila Florence. Love of my life. And she's the oldest daughter. They're only they only have three kids. It goes girl boy girl. Um, so she's the oldest daughter, but she's like five years older than her brother, so she gets to be in charge. Iconic. Versus him, he's also a troublemaker. And so everyone has just accepted that she's more responsible, so she gets to be the heir um, instead of him because he's an idiot. And he doesn't want anything to do with the family, so why would they give him, why would they give him a key? 
Anyway, point being, Albert and Florence work together to basically make both of their businesses run more smoothly. They, um, they do their little thing, so on and so forth. Um, they tell people if somebody's messing with something, they shouldn't, things like that. But along the way, there's romance that happens, but it's very, 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 very slow burn in their disaster management relationship. <laughs> Purely professional at first, but they've known of each other their whole lives. And so it's like this childhood rivals slash enemies, sort of. Like, we're supposed to be enemies, but we're more like rivals because... You know, but we also help each other, so it's it it it, it goes from very black and white to very gray very fast mm. as they get to know each as other. As good romances should, and it is a delightful, delightful journey. But um, the reason why I bring this up, not just because of enemies to lovers, that I was reminded of it, but um, when you do vibe scenes, it doesn't necessarily have to be like just for yourself. Mm-hmm. If you get a school assignment or something, a writing assignment, which is easy if you're an English major like me, <laughs> yeah. this is how this happened for me. Um, but if you get like a short story thing or a poem and the prompt makes you think of your own characters. Do it. That you've already existed or a whip that you already have. Like you don't have to tell your teacher or your professor that they already existed in your head. It's not like you're plagiarizing yourself. So, and you can't plagiarize yourself by definition. Actually, unless you copy and paste an entire cite, paper. You have to cite yourself. That's if different. You, do. Um, you can plagiarize yourself. So, cite yourself. I've been told that like three times by my professors. So, cite yourself in your own works. Anyway, continue. Sorry. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I hate that. But, like, in this, in, okay, yes, but in this scenario, yes. nobody's going to know unless you tell them. And it's not cheating, not at all. It's the same as if this prompt elicited a new idea. In you, right? Mm-hmm. So anyway, this, um, I got this short story assignment and I thought of this story and these two characters would be perfect for it. So that's what I did. And let me tell you, it was a challenge to condense like an entire novel's worth of like what I had in my head into 11 pages. Oh, I bet. Um, but, and it was a bit of a struggle, but I really liked it. And the reason why I say this is... That's how another way you can get to know your characters. You can do a short story version of a novel, things like that, because you get to learn what's necessary. You get to learn your, you get to know your characters. You get to see what you really need. Um, you might get new ideas from doing things in one, not one setting, but in like a sh- shorter story. Yeah. Rather than thinking about it like a novel. Um, that happened to me. Like, when I sat down to do the short story, the conflict or the climax that I wanted to do, I was like, wait, this is going to be way too big for a short story. It's not going to make sense. It doesn't, it, it's out of its depth. But then I read back into the first scene that is actually going to be the first chapter of the book, most likely, with heavier revisions as I go. Yeah. Um, but this one character was mentioned, her younger brother, and I was like, wait. I can just make that the conflict Ooh. and the climax. Like, things can go wrong, and Albert will have something to do with it. They're like, will he? Ooh. And Florence is like, it's, yeah, anyway. Yes. So, I suggest doing short stories, changing the format of it, you know? Like, if you have a short story idea, try it a poem or something like that. And 
you can do so many things. So vibe scenes are not limited to just what we've talked about so far. They can be all, they can be any kind of thing that you want. As long as you get to know your your characters or whatever, like it all depends on why you want to write the scene yeah. or things like that. So yeah. Yeah. That's it. It's it's free reign. Go run with it. Take it. Put whatever you want in it. It's for you, dude. So do you do you, dude? Yes, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I zoned out dude. for a second there as dude, like dude, in dude, the dude, middle dude, of dude. my speaking. So um, as you were talking. As as I was talking, as I do. As, well. as I do. But so, fun question. What is your favorite vibe scene you've written? Favorite vibe scene you've read? Blah, 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 blah. All of the above. Hit me. Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Et cetera. <laughs> I can't remember what movie's that from. but I can't cetera. either. I thought we talked about this, um, but maybe I talked about it with somebody else. I don't know. Yeah, we did. Anyway, um, my favorite that we've done together, because we've done, we've done a few mm-hmm. collab vibe scenes, AUs, whatever. Yeah. But my favorite one is uh, Valentine's Day AU with Lavesi and Savi. Mm-hmm. And um, they go on a vacation to Italy and they're married and they surprise their husband. That is a good one. And I love it so much. They go to a museum, garden, so on and so forth. Larissa scared the crap out of me in that one because there's like, we've got like this whole fluffy thing. <laughs> we've got like a whole yeah. document of this stuff. Um, and it's pure fluff, pure just like sweet, sweet romance. We like take turns writing. Yeah, it. which also me writing first person is a nightmare. Oh, I stick to third person for a reason. I can do both, which is actually interesting to me. Anyway, so me writing first person nightmare. But uh, we're going, we're going to this whole thing, and then she like she adds her next section of the part, and at the very end, there's like there's like this little tension or something, and Lavinia like you know like starts to freak out or whatever because there's like a slightly antagonistic looking person or whatever, and I'm like, Larissa, no, no, don't do this to me. And then it ended up being nothing. I'm pretty sure, like I don't remember exactly, but I'm pretty sure it ended up being yeah, nothing. But I was like, yeah. oh, don't do that to me. Yeah, it was fine. It was very sweet, though. I loved that one. That one was scared you for a minute there. It, you did. You did. <laughs> that is a good one, though. I do really like that I one. I try. As you do. Um, some other favorites that I've done, um, the one that we mentioned earlier where... <laughs> I'll tell you guys who it was. No main characters die in book two, I promise. Mm-hmm. But I had an AU where one of them did die. It was James. Ah! Um, and it was a very scary situation. It was. From, I mean, <laughs> but yeah, I had to satisfy that urge because I was like, I can't get through a book without someone major dying. <laughs> How deprived. Kind of kidding because the angst in book two is off the charts. Notch. It is. Yeah. Um, they 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 may not die, but it's oh. so good though. Like it's such a good type of angst. You know. It is. It's it's. I oof. mean, maybe not. Maybe you don't agree, but like from my perspective, uh, we 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 talk like about this. It's good, it's good. We angst. talk about this when we in our in our next episode, which we recorded before this. But from the writer perspective, it's amazing. From the reader perspective, oh, it hurts! It hurts so bad, so bad. But yes, that is that is a very so good true. one. I read that one um, today. It was. But yeah, I will admit, book three gets a lot worse. I'm scared, mom. Pick me up, like. The end of Breaking Free is like a solid eight out of ten. The end of eight out of ten. I'm doing it for scale, okay? Okay. 
The Way He Broke Me is a solid 9.7 out of 10. Mm. Book three? <laughs> the end of book three? Don't tell me. It's going to be like a 12. Uh, I'm so excited. I'm so scared, but I'm so excited. <laughs> I love how you're like, give it to me. I'm like, like I want to know, but I'm also <laughs> dreading its entire existence. So I, I don't know how to feel right now. I'm in agony? Question but I will say, I will say, um, there will be deaths at the end of book three. And that's why it's going to be a 12 out of 10 on the Yang scale. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not going to be one major death like it was in Breaking Free. It's going to be at least two. God. All right. I haven't decided on the fate of two other characters. Oh, my God. All right. All right. But I have a pretty big cast, so uh, you'll have a hard time guessing mm. um, who it is. You might if you think a little bit. Gotcha. But I highly doubt that you'll be able to guess my evil plans. But the point being is that just the sheer number of people... Um, in the circumstance, mm. the circumstance has a lot to do with it. Gotcha, gotcha. The method. Um, so yeah, but, but, I knew it was coming. I, I, I know what comes next. And so that was, that was the main reason why I was able to make it through book two without main character, uh, severe injury slash death. Gotcha. There are severe injuries, but they don't die. Yeah. Um, you know, I think everybody gets injured, like, really bad. <laughs> that's What is that? That's a rite of passage um, at this point. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it happens. So, like, you can't really complain because they live. And so I had that idea for James um, to kick the bucket, and I had to write it. Mm-hmm. So there it is. Once you guys finish book two, once it's out, and you want to you wanna know what it was, come find me because <laughs> I'll happily give you more eggs. <laughs> Happily, if you want to know, I'll tell you. You never run out of that supply. That one will always be there. Yep. Anyway, anyway. Um, there are a bunch of others' favorites that I can't talk about because of spoilers. There's a really good recent depressing shower one that I love. Ooh. And there's an alternate point of view from a chapter that occurs in book three. Ooh. I also have a lot of fluffy Christmas ones. I will say most of my fluff Five scenes are holiday related. Yes. Um, a good time for some fluff. You can't just have like, yeah. Because unless you're like Bonnie with that one that we talked about, you can't really be sad at Christmas. Please. Major, major stink eye here. Uh huh. What is it? Bombastic side eye. Criminal offensive side Criminally eye. offensive side I love eye. that one. I hear it. Yeah, that's, that's the, the one. same Me thing too. with the boyfriend girlfriend. I hear I mean, that in my I head. I quote it in my head all day. Mm-hmm. Gotta love it. <laughs> and I haven't gotten tired of it yet. So, um, you know, but there's a lot of good fluffy Christmas. Yes. Things. So, uh, what are your favorites? I want to know. So, I this was literally this was literally just an excuse for me to go back and reread all my five scenes, which is fine. So, um, I <laughs> I a top notch all 140k words of them. 160. <laughs> I don't know what you think of me. Gosh, no, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> so, actually, uh, a two the two that I just wrote for Buddy Cop, um, which is my current whip, are 
climbing up the ranks right now, which I didn't have them when we originally recorded this, so I added two more in there. But the one that I sent you, um, which is a which is about some plants, a little conversation between two of my characters about some plants and some coffee, <laughs> and it's so cute. Yeah, and then so it and then it turns it. slightly sad, so the ending's a little sad. But uh, but the rest of it is so cute. Um, you didn't tell me that. It, it's, it's it's more like the topic of conversation is is a little sad. Uh, it, you'll 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 get what I mean when I read it, or what you'll get what I mean when you read it. There you go. Okay. Um, the other one I wrote, which I did not send you, I can send you, is angst. It's more angst. Um, but that one is oh. Tell that me. one I want another one is too. also <laughs> that one, but uh, it is it is canon. Both of these scenes will be canon, um, um, or at least uh, like I keep calling it canon adjacent. Like I'm probably gonna change some major things about it, but um, I unfortunately Delightful. I can't say too much about that one because it's a pretty big spoiler. But uh, some things get a character gets falsely acu- accused of some things. Um, not like, not like crimes, not like things, but, um, but of plot related, a little, a little bit, a little touch of, uh, miscommunication trope in there. So, um, uh, little, little touch, uh, but those two, those two are climbing the ranks. Uh, buddy whip, buddy cop is my current whip. So it's, 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 it's hanging up there, but, um, overall, overall, you'll hear me talk about it as many times. My two favorite whips without fail, are Crossfire and Nuclear. Crossfire is my superhero one. Nuclear is also a superhero oh, yeah. one. But Nuclear is more focused on the um, found family. That's the part that I forgot. We, we, when, we, when we recorded this last time, uh, Larissa literally went through and gave like a detailed description of all of my whips for me. It was great. It was lovely to hear. I loved it. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe I'll go pull the audio from your thing and save that because that was funny. So you can just listen to it. Um, yeah. But so Crossfire and Nuclear, top tier, love them. They're my favorite whips. Uh, don't tell the other whips because that means I'm biased. But um, but they have some of my favorite vibe scenes as well. Um, Crossfire, as Larissa described it earlier, is a lot of uh, angst, beating up, and daddy issues. Um, so <laughs> I have a few. That's basically um, it. I'll give you. You can all go home now. Yeah, that's, that's literally. It. That's literally Close all. Up it shop. Is. We're done. Uh, uh, I'll give you the titles because I love my titles, but uh, I think Show Me the Real You and one called I'm Your Creation are both very daddy issue focused um, and they're very fun. <laughs> True. They're very, very fun. Um, Show Me the Real You is really, really good. I, I do like that really, one. Really it's, it's the gist of it is that Crossfire is confronting the main antagonist um and it's it's great i love it i mean there's not much to it. it's just that's some of the stuff with just there's some fun like lines in there there's nothing super special about like the scene that goes oh no show me the real you have some special stuff in it anyway besides the point i also have a fluffy christmas seed which i absolutely adore um i think i literally just called it christmas but it's it's basically a scene where it's just like you know crossfire is your typical hero you know she's doing she's doing um crap i forgot the word for it she doesn't have time to get her own hot chocolate so somebody gets it yeah and they share a little hot chocolate and it's snowing and they're on the rooftop and it's so cute i love it and then uh then two others which are more recent ones they are the slow burn type romance uh which one we mentioned apartment floor hits so hard it does i was that's the title apartment floor yes it's so good (laughs) 
Down to my favorite right now. Apartment Floor and Constant, which we mentioned earlier, are two of the the slow burn romance ones. And I played around with some uh, new names and some new stuff. And it's just very, very fun. And I love it so much. It's so fun. So we love those ones. And then... I'll shut up in a second, but nuclear, uh, it, nuclear, of course, is... No, I want to hear more. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. I'll talk about my whips anytime. Uh, uh, nuclear, love of my life. <laughs> um, it's, it's, it's found family type beats. I have no plot for them right now, so it's mostly just characters, which is why I love writing five, five scenes worth. So somehow I have nearly 50,000 words. It's a lot words of PTSD. Of, it is a lot of PTSD. PTSD things. from events that did not happen yet because I have not written them. So, you know, it, it is what it is. But. <laughs> Larissa and I did a little what is it That's one two good. three four five a little five part series together uh, which was fantastic um, which is different oh from gosh, our yes. Valentine's one this one I don't think we had like an overall name for it but it was very very sweet it was definitely very like marriage AU kind of because it oh literally it, it, it ended it <laughs> ended in my <laughs> in it. my main ship Levi and Sia domestic bliss um getting married it was fantastic i love it um domestic bliss tag on ao3 oh, that was it real it, it like it had like That's some literally it. it started in like halloween um uh it was uh it was lavesi and uh savi so uh larissa's ship jesse and lavinia and then mine obviously levi and saya and they were like you know going through life together and there was like pregnancy announcements and there was wedding announcements and there was like cute things and kids and marriage and there was like an after wedding dance whatever it's called it's it was so cute i love it i absolutely adore it so that has got to be that one makes me so happy it is it's it's got to be one of my favorite things ever so a couple of them them are just so good a couple of those are where um some of the things then I also I did another for the amount of eggs okay the only thing you can't complain at me for for the amount of angst that I give the nuclear characters I give a decent amount of fluff back you do I you really do so yeah so for as much crap that I give nuclear I give them a lot of fluff in return recently but anyway so one of them was a a play on the movie Mr. and Mrs. Smith which is my favorite movie in existence um I did a Halloween one where uh Levi and Saya dressed up as Mr. and Mrs. Smith um and then it was actually like a it was like a little um the the oldest the oldest um kid quote-unquote the oldest kid was coming home for college to surprise the littlest one <laughs> and it was it was so cute i love so that cute. one and then and then actually because i do think this one was my top favorite i've got one another kind of marriage au adjacent it's called death till death do us part um definitely have i think that i've sent that to you before but it's kind of it's one of those where yeah. it's like you know the trope where it's like they see the scars for the first time type of type of deal except it's like good um and uh, actually that trope is just good in general but like it's not cringy type of uh good and i absolutely adore it it's it yeah that's a good one i i don't know how to describe it because i love it so much and it's one of my favorite things i've ever written um and yeah and so i have like I said, I have 160-some thousand words of vibe scenes between all of my whips. I have quite a few of them, and I really need to focus my time into writing an actual whip and not just doing vibe scenes, but I'm happy <laughs> with what I'm doing. I'm doing fine. <laughs> it's okay. I mean, it's fun. You get practice writing. You get to have some banger lines. You get to give them romance when they don't get it normally. Yes. 
get to give them fluff, orangs. Orangs. You get to do so many kinds of things. Mm-hmm. I was trying to think of any others, but those are kind of the big ones. It's kind of like I've got some fun stuff for some other whips, but not as impactful. Yeah. I love my vibe scenes though. I will say, for me anyway, it's been hard to balance the amount of vibe scenes that I write at the same time as I write canon stuff. Mm-hmm. And I mean that like when I was writing a lot of Lavesi AUs, and if you've read Breaking Free, you know why they're alternate. Um, but I wrote that. After I was done with Breaking Free, because I wasn't ready to say goodbye to it. I wasn't ready to be done. I was I was hanging on to my little fictional babies, and I was like, <laughs> I can't say goodbye. Anyway, so most of my vibe scenes are alternate universes because most of them were done at that point in my life. And I wasn't working on book two yet. There have been quite a few book two vibe scenes that have actually turned into canon, but when I first started out with them, I thought they were going to be canon, so I tried to force them in, but it didn't work. So I have a lot of quote-unquote deleted scenes that technically could be canon if you really wanted them to, but they're, mm. like, cut out for whatever reason. Yeah. Remind me to send you, like, a whole list of them, because I probably have at least 10K in there. Ooh. Anyway, and it's good stuff, too. It hasn't been edited in a long time, but it's good stuff. Ooh. Anyway, um, but I found that when I really started writing book two, I didn't write any vibe scenes. Like, at all. Wow. Because I was so focused on my time on doing canon stuff. The only exception is when I got ideas for later in the series mm-hmm. that were canon. Yeah. And so I would write those scenes. But they were, like, those were very rare. I think I only have, like, three or four of them. One of them that I already mentioned, it's an alternate pov to a chapter in book three and while i was writing book two i had that idea for the chapter in the original point of view Mm -hmm. i also at some point i had already been done with the first draft of book two but i wasn't editing it yet but i wanted to write an ivankov thing so i wrote the first chapter Mm -hmm. or the prologue or something of book three um but most of it's canon you know so but (laughs) and i haven't done a whole lot of vibe scenes since Mm -hmm. um just because I've just been, like, so focused on canon things yeah. and so on and so forth. But maybe in the summer I'll, like, get my vibe scenes back up and going. But I find it hard to balance both of them at the same time with any sort of frequency. Yeah. Or regularity. <laughs> I I think that's where I'm kind of struggling right now. Because, like I just said, I've been working on Buddy Cop as my main whip. And I've written two vibe scenes as canon adjacent because they could be canon. And they are going to be canon, but it's just I haven't solidified a plot just yet that or I'm like very, very close to doing it. So that that's why they're being vibe scenes and not just writing them in a dock and, you know, being the whip. But I know as soon as I figure out the vibe scene or as soon as I figure out the plot, I need to not completely stop but stop writing vibe scenes for buddy cop because then same deal i need to focus just on canon you know i can go write vibe scenes for other whips because they're not related but um but like yeah for sure i've done that too but yeah i i if i if i want to have any solid progress on buddy cop i need to not work on vibe scenes while working on canon at the same time yeah yeah i'd recommend that for anybody really because you want to make sure that you're using your time how you intended it to. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not going to tell you 
what to do. But if you made a plan and you want to stick to focusing on a whip and getting it done, then don't let yourself get distracted, even if it's fun. Mm-hmm. Like, stick to your stuff. Yeah. And I'm, we're both plotters, so, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> take that with a grain of salt if you don't like playing. Yeah. But I think it's just a wise idea to stay focused on one thing. Yeah. Yeah. Helps helps anyway. with attention spans and our very limited attention span. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Literally, though. Yeah, I think that's pretty much it yeah. for our convos today. Mm-hmm. Um, we're both really, really tired, and mm-hmm. uh, that means our brains aren't working as great. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> tell me about it. Yeah. Yeah. What else is going on with you? What are we doing? Uh, What's our? What's this? Oh, this is coming out Friday. Um, I'll be editing this podcast. That's pretty much what yeah. I'll be doing. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, like I said, working on solidifying a plot for Buddy Cop, so that's the exciting part. I've got betas Amazing. still going through the deck I've been handed, so that's Woo-hoo! going. They have just under, just over two weeks now, I think. Just under two, over two weeks. Yes, over yeah, two weeks. So. so we're counting down the days. And yeah, so just, just regular stuff. I will be doing a bunch of editing. So that's kind of all I got. What about you? What are you working on? That's amazing. Um, well, pre-orders for book two are currently open. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It releases in six days from when this episode drops, ah! which is literally the scariest thing I can ever think of. I woke up this morning and I realized that, like, how much time was left. And I was like, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it doesn't feel real. Um. Also, I mentioned this in a few, like, Instagram captions here and there, but I wanted to put it on the podcast for anybody that listens to both. Um, Rather, follows my Instagram and listens to the podcast. Um, I, it was not my intention to do this much rigorous marketing in such a short amount of time, but I was kind of forced to do it because of life, and I had to edit and proofread this in a crazy short amount of time. Mm -hmm. Um... But honestly, it's okay. It is what it is. But I wanted to pretty much thank everybody for the engagement on social media, even though it's been lower than normal. Um, and to encourage anybody who hasn't engaged in my content recently but does follow me and does care about the book to just, you know, scroll through and answer the comment or, you know, comment the what I talk about in the caption or answer questions or things like that yeah. or just share it to your story because it literally could mean somebody seeing about my book for the first time mm-hmm. and they could find their new favorite stuff. Like, it, it really is that big of a deal and I will love you forever and give you so many boring kisses <laughs> um, for doing that. But pre-orders for signed copies are open. That's what I have Woo. been meaning to get back to. Full circle. Um, they're not going to be open for a very long amount of time, just saying. They are only open for another six days until release, because I am ordering a exact minimum number to make sure that everybody gets what they need to get. Um, and there are goodies, okay? Yes. If you didn't get the goodies with Breaking Free, or if you just got a signed copy, or if you just got one from Amazon, and you don't have the sticker, or the bookmark, or anything like that, you can get them. And I don't have it bundled with the pricing the same way that I did last time. If you, like, wanted to get the author edition, like, package, and it was, like, $35, and you were like, whoa, painful. 
I get it. Um, but it's a lot cheaper now because they're priced individually and you can add on whatever you want to. Ooh. So that should be the plan. Should be with some success anyway. <laughs> the website should be working properly. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can get signed copies. You can get two of them, Breaking Free and The Way He Broke Me, for like almost $8 cheaper than you would... Like, if you just bought two of them off of Amazon. Ooh. So, just saying. There's a bundle price on there. That's very fun. Um, but, yeah. And there's new <laughs> there's new art for yes, yes, um, yes, yes. Mr. Alec Everton. Oh, love of my life. Yes. I'll fight MC um, for him later. He's amazing. He's darling. Um, anyway, so I think I'm planning on, after release, still having some, ex- some of the goodies available. I'm not sure how many, but... Mm-hmm. You should be able to get the goodies after, so even if you want to get the copy from Amazon, you can get goodies from me. Nice. But yeah, that's... <laughs> I'm living and breathing college work and things like that. Um, Preach. The book releases next Saturday, and that Monday I start a tech week for a show. My birthday is that Thursday. woo woo No, Thursday. Uh, Wednesday. And then the show is Thursday. And, oh, did I mention there's people out of town, and then they get back in town, family members, additional family members, and things are crazy. Busy woman. And then two weeks later, people, yeah. So, and then in May, I graduate, and, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of things. So. Life is hitting, y'all. I Life is hitting. Don't, it is. I don't have time <laughs> for writing like, at all. <laughs> I have time for fan fiction stuff, like, maybe. But I'm more likely to read it than I am write it. I love that, though. Um, but I, I haven't been writing recently, so. That's all right. Yeah. That is what it is. It is what it is. Well, anyway, thank you guys, as always, for tuning in. And we will yeah. check in with you next time. <laughs> see everybody later, but not actually see because we are not a video podcast. No, ma'am. <laughs> All right, cool. Ciao for now. Bye bye, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening. You can give us a follow over on Twitter at BNHD, the books pod, behind without the vowels for live updates and contact with us. And you can rate and review us on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen. If you want to support me on Instagram, you can find me at larissagault.author and my books and links at www.larissagaultauthor.com. And you can find me on Instagram at LJ underscore writes with two S's. This podcast is hosted by Larissa Galt and LJ Elizabeth, edited by LJ Elizabeth with music by Larissa Galt. Logo is designed by Susan Markloff.